Hello and welcome to episode 23. Here with me is the man who'll pass anything on the road except a donut shop. He's a world champion couch warmer and he's good looking to boot. Hello, Bluey. G'day. I don't know if I like that intro. Oh, really? It's true. It's, uh, I do. I thought it was endearing. I do like a good donut. A good South Australian donut, mind you. I don't think anywhere else can do donuts quite like SA. So, I mean, that's fair. There's a lot. It is. Donuts it is really definitely a South Australian staple. I do like a good yeah. old SA donut. No other state can compare. Fair. So I Challenge. thought, in in lieu of an icebreaker, Bluey, I would like to prompt you into a little bit of a yarn, if you don't mind. Oh. So I know, we all know now that you love fishing. So I would like to ask, have you ever been fishing anywhere special? Oh, I have been fishing in some special places. Montebello's with the boys last year. Yeah, so where's Montebello's uh, Montebello's is uh, just off the, just down from Exmouth a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in WA, it's a series of 200 islands that uh, the Brits used for for nuclear weapon testings. They did a blow above the water, on the water and below the water. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we did a bit of a – you head out there, live in a houseboat for a week and take your deep fishing every couple, every second day and you fish around the islands. And, yeah, it was a really good experience and yeah, it was great. Really. But probably the most coolest place I have been fishing mm-hmm. was on the Mekong in Cambodia. On the Mekong? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> You were there, you know. I know. I, mean. I booked it. It was a very special yeah, trip for you. It was. We um, spent a day with a family that actually live on their little boat. Yeah, they're um, like little canal boats, kind yeah, of, aren't they? Tiny long and boats skinny, with a little bit of cover, and they had a little solar panel to charge a phone. But yeah, they live in live in a boat. They had two kids, which weren't there at the time. They were because they were taking us out in the charter, and we had an interpreter. It was a good young lad who. He was a good yeah, young, young fellow who was still Facebook yeah. mates with. Um, yeah, and we did. Uh, we we did learned how to do some traditional net, yeah. fishing, how how the locals do it. Yeah, cast, cast net fishing. So yeah, I was not it. good at it. You were much better. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind more of a crack. It was fun. It was a fun day. More of a practice that the would get me better. But yeah, no, it was it was really yeah, interesting to to um yeah to see how. Some people live and the gentleman offered to cook us the fish that we caught, of course, but we politely declined. Yeah, so they could have it. We let them have that. And I'd already been sick when I was there once. I didn't want to get sick again. No, we had been told probably shouldn't eat fish from the Mekong. So, yeah, it's a bit of a I don't know if that's true or not, but no, it was pretty cool though. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It was nice. Are you feeling warmed up? Are you ready for your story? Am I limber? I've cracked my first uh, stubby. Done some and, deep lunges. Oh, I've done some uh, toe curls. And nice. Do some carpet grabs. And, yeah, I'm ready. What have you got for me today? So, oh, got some new listeners. Oh, yes, absolutely. Please. So it's pretty exciting. Means. So I don't know if it's more than one or just the one. If they've checked in, checked out, that doesn't matter. We're going to claim them. Yeah, there are. So thank you very much. We've got a listeners or a listener in Madrid in Spain. So oh, welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much. And we also have... Um, listener or listeners in Singapore that have just got on board. So, yes. yeah, that. Uh, so, welcome to both of you. Probably one listener per place. Yeah, let's not get carried it's away. Fine, doesn't matter. The dark side will take them. Little wins. Mm, little wins. Yeah. So, welcome. Lovely to have you aboard. 
So, Bluey. The dark side will take them. Do you Maybe, like that? Oh, maybe we just lost two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good, actually. It is pretty oh, good. Pretty clever. Might not necessarily it does sound like a Star Wars side. reference, though. Yes, the dark side. I don't want to get sued. You. You've been taken by the dark side. I mean, Look, I'll I take your, your dark father. side. So, this week, yes. I'm very excited, Bluey, because I wanted to cover this topic for a really long time. And just a couple of weeks ago, an article came across my desk. And by desk, I mean coffee table. And it inspired me to finally take a stab at this particular topic. Pun intended? Pun intended. No. Okay. Has it not, not related? No, there's no stabbing in this story. Oh, okay. Disappointing. So first off, let me talk about this article, which so excited me. Okay. Yes. Before you get on your, before you start making guesses and estimates, though, we're not talking about the Summerton Man. Okay, we're not talking about the summer. For those who have heard, have not heard, uh, Interstate, one of Australia's biggest mysteries, has potentially been solved in recent history. Yeah. The last few weeks they've discovered who the Summerton Man is and I'm disgusted. Why? Because he wasn't a Russian ballet dancing spy after all. Oh, my God. No, I'm not disgusted. I'm excited by the discovery, but um, I think like a lot of people, the mystery is sometimes more fun. Than yeah. the truth. Yeah, it's the like reality. most people. They, people sound heaps better and then you meet them. Yeah. And that's then you true. just get disappointed. Mm. Don't meet anybody. No, stay at home. Listen to us and don't ever meet us. Because <laughs> <laughs> you probably will be disappointed. So on the on the twenty second of June in twenty twenty two, the Gold Coast Bulletin published an article entitled Yowie Sighting Sparks Warning of More Encounters. Oh. <laughs> Sick and tired of talking about COVID and they're getting on something that's a little mystical. So, Bluey, I almost pissed my pants. I got so excited. I can believe it. Of course. We are moving to the Gold Coast immediately to start yeah. searching for Yowies. Are we now? We definitely are. So, there are actually a couple of articles about this. I'm just going to tell okay, you about so this, this one year, article. Somebody has gone. Has reported a Yowie sighting. Yes, indeed, oh, on nice. the Gold Coast. So here's the basic upshot of this uh, Gold Coast Bulletin article. So there's been fresh sightings of the Yowie near the Gold Coast in Witherin. I believe it's Witherin. It's about 4 a.m., right? It's no secret this area has been associated with strange going-ons for a really long period of time with UFO sightings, paranormal encounters, often happening weird unexplained phenomena. So a bloke named Shannon was on his motorbike and was coming around a bend when he encountered what's been identified as most likely a juvenile squatting in the middle of the road. It was described as, quote, around five years old. I think he means like around the size of a five-year-old. Okay. Because how would you fucking know? You cut it in half and count the rings. So covered in black hair with long arms and no neck. No neck. No neck. So they talked to a bloke in the article named Dean Harrison, who is the founder of the Australian Yowie Research Team. Dean says that there's likely to be a parent close by. Hang on, hang on. 4 a.m. in the morning, dude on a motorcycle. Yeah, so comes around a bend. What was he doing? Going to work, coming home from work, coming home from the pub. I hope he wasn't coming. Don't drink and drive. Was he on wangers? What's going on? I don't was know. Was he on pingers? I don't know. Was he, any sort of ingers? Don't know. He wasn't about to tell the Gold Coast Bulletin if he was. Okay. So we don't know. So 4 a.m. in the morning. 4 a.m. So already poking holes. I and reckon he was going to work. down 
I've seen people crouch down and people crouch down don't look like they have a neck. Do they look like they're covered in black hair? Some people probably are at 4am in the morning. It's called a jumper. I can't even believe what you're saying to me right now. Are you really kicking this off with doubt (laughs) in our mate Shannon's sighting? Shannon, come on, mate. Unbelievable. Fair suck of the sav. Dean reckons, <laughs> suck of the sav. That's beautiful. Dean reckons that there's likely to be a parent close by. Quote, they travel in groups and wouldn't be too far from a big menacing parent. They can turn quite violent and aggressive if they're young or threatened. I have seen it firsthand. End quote. Okay. So he's credible. I'd fucking love to have a beer with Dean. He sounds like he'd have some great stories. He's lived. He's a man that's lived. He has. A man that's seen not only a, a Yowie, but an aggressive Yowie and has lived to tell the tale mm. or hasn't drunk himself in the bottom of a bottle. I can't believe you. He, uh, it's rude. He's doing well. I like it. Let's <laughs> get him on board. So Dean says the encounter was the first significant encounter in years and is an encouraging sign of things to come. Predictions. The article goes on to talk about uh, how in May of 2021, Dean Harrison and the other Yowie researchers captured what is described as the most concrete evidence of a Yowie yet. He's been studying Yowies and tracking reports of, the, of them for decades. And in 2021, he was in the hinterland. We've been to the hinterland. It's beautiful. It's lovely. And he was using thermal technology. I didn't see a Yowie though. Well, I don't know. Maybe we did, we just didn't know it. Ah. Maybe it wasn't a wombat we saw. No, I'm pretty sure it was a wombat. So he captures images of two nine feet tall yowies. Nine feet? Nine feet. Sign them up, crows. They're coming to get you. Tell me, right? So I'll... Don't go on the camp. I'll play this clip for you, Bluey. Yep. And I got it from the dailymail.co.uk and I'll put the link in the show notes so that our listeners can make up their own minds about this. Okay. All right. Let me get set up here. All right. You're showing me something. There is thermal imaging. What's going on here? There's a bit going on. There's a, it's a bit of night vision, and he's saying this is where they were during the day. He's highlighting, I think it's two or one. So things. what he's doing there is he's comparing its size to the trees that were oh, around okay. it so oh. that you can see that it was big. Yeah. It could yeah. have been a dude. Could have been a dude. Was almost definitely was almost definitely a yowie. Almost definitely a yowie. All right, what do you make of that footage, love? Do you find it compelling? Did he get any DNA evidence? Did he go down and say he bent down and picked some stuff up? People have said that they've got DNA let's evidence of yowies before. Let's rake like up all these leaves and shit and bag it up and mm-hmm. let's go and test it. No, he didn't do that. So apparently Shannon's encounter is not the first in the area. A truckie reported sighting in the same area in 2018 but we'll cover sightings in a little bit. We'll get to that. I also read in another article around the same time as this one was released that um, Dean 
the the our researchers were basically suggesting that this situation could become dangerous and that people needed to be careful because people have been attacked a in the Yowie past. A yowie warning. The situation could be yeah, there was a warning issued basically. A yowie warning. Yowie warning. It's like a tornado warning, but less credible. And they're going to put like signs on the side of the road, like there's wildlife. You got to find emus and kangaroos. I would give anything to see one of them yellow of, signs with a picture of a yeah, yowie on it. And so they're going to put these yellow. Triangly looking signs up. Yeah. With, with yowies. Watch out for yowies. Yep. Nobody's ever, ever met a yowie or dealt with a yowie, so the possibility is endless of the things these things can do to you. But whatever they do, it's going to be horrific. Tell you what they're going to do to you. Cuddle me. Yeah. Cuddle the black with Louie, the yowies would. That's exactly right. I reckon you'd get on well. So and a punt. You've got a lot in common. Have a lamington. Let's talk a little bit about the legend of the Yowie itself first, shall we? A little bit of the folklore and stuff surrounding it. Yeah, why not? Let's back it up with some hard facts. Absolutely. So for those overseas, of which we now have many listeners, uh, the Yowie is a kind of Aussie version of the Bigfoot or the Yeti. It's the big hairy man kind of thing. Yep. It's actually got several names depending on which Indigenous group you talk to. Because like the bunyip, which we covered in an earlier episode, if you remember, the Yowie's got roots in Indigenous folklore. That's cool. I really like that. Yeah, I really like that too. So I'm not going to try and butcher the name pronunciations here, but there's a huge, there's totally different like names depending on which country of Australia you're in, which Indigenous country of Australia you're in. Yep. And which tribe you talk to and... You know, so there's there's actually lots of we call it Yowie as like an umbrella term. Yep. There's actually lots of different names for it. Cool. The actual term Yowie is used to describe an unidentified Aussie hominid, and the origin of the word is thought to be originally from the oh fucking hell, I don't know why I write these names. I'm sorry if I I'll fuck this up, but I think it's Camelore. Camelore rolls off or the Camelore. I really hope that that's right. Camelore sounds rather sexual. It is a little. So in 1875, the Rev, Rev, it, does Rev dot, does that mean Reverend or Revered? I don't know, finish the sentence. Rev William Ridley. What could be a name? It's his name, but yeah. it's a title. Rev, maybe Reverend. Let's give him a title. Okay, we'll go with Reverend. Um, so the Rev uh, William Ridley published uh, Cow... Camelore and other Australian languages. In oh, it, that's he, cool. Yeah, he documented. It's pretty cool, like especially for the time that they, they were even, you know, they were, there was somebody trying to actually document some yes. of this culture. That's pretty cool. So in it, he documents that he the Yowie. No, no, just that's just one of the things oh, he okay, covers cool. because it's a part of their folklore. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So the Yowie is a spirit that roams over the earth at night. So I think maybe it was kind of a broad term originally. It's suggested by some modern researchers that the word arose from the legend of the Yahoo. In 1842, it was written by Robert Holden. The natives of Australia believe in the Yahoo. This being they described as resembling a man of nearly the same height with long white hair hanging down from the head over the features. I hope you're visualising this. Yes. The arms are extraordinarily long, furnished at the extremities with great talons, and the feet turned backwards so that on fleeing from man, the imprint of the foot 
appears as the being has travelled in the opposite direction. Altogether, they describe it as a hideous monster of unearthly character and ape-like appearance. That fucking scares the shit out of me, though. That sounds scary. Would you imagine if you saw that? It's got white hair, hangs down over the face. It's really big. It's got big, long arms that end in talons. Its feet are pointing the wrong way. Don't call them bullshit on the feet. Why? Why is that the thing you have a problem with? Well, evolution would not. How how long has it been running away from man? Yeah, if they have been around, have been around for a long time. Well, there is a legend that says the Yahoo were the original inhabitants of Australia. So they wouldn't have backwards feet because they didn't have anyone to run away from. And that over time. Their feet turned backwards. They began to fight with the Aboriginal tribes who would often be the winner. The Yahoo would always run away being a faster runner. And eventually, maybe its feet had evolved to go the wrong way. I don't know. No, no, I'm not. You're not into it. You're not buying that. that. All right. I'm saying pig's ass on that one. Pig's ass. All right. But it's still, it's an interesting concept. It is an interesting concept. Yeah. So the owl is most commonly described as a hairy ape-like creature. It's bipedal and when standing erect. (laughs) 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 Erect. It's somewhere between 6 foot 11 or 2.1 metres, to 12 foot, 3.6 metres. It's a big one. So these babies are big. Their feet are described as way bigger than a person's, but the size and toe count is actually inconsistent and varies wildly in reports, which leads me to one of my theories. Oh, this is going to be a cracker. Here's my theory, love. Perhaps there are actually different species. Of Yowie. So every tribe's got its own name for it. We've got different sizes. There's inconsistent reports of the foot shape and toe count and size and things like that. There's differences in behaviours depending on where you find them. There's different reports that have like minor differences. I think I've cracked it. They could be more I think Yowie is like an umbrella term and there's lots of different subspecies. It could be more guardian type. But if they used to fight back in the day mm-hmm. with the locals, mm-hmm. why did that stop? I don't know. That's just a legend. And how could there be subspecies? Like, how could, There's a lot going on. You never find any bones. Maybe they dispose of their dead like people do. We still find people bones in the forest yeah, and I mean, woods and places like, like that. Maybe they eat their bones. People. Maybe they don't have bones. Maybe they're like sharks and they have cartilage. You know, maybe, you know, I don't know if that could be a thing. That'd be all wobbly when they walk. <laughs> <laughs> so reports vary in terms of whether the Yowie is aggressive and violent or shy and timid. Again, I think that depends on the species. Yes. That's my personal theory, and I am a genius. So some might say a cryptozoological savant. Some? (laughs) So let's talk sightings. So I only touched on the legend briefly because I really want to focus mostly on sightings in this episode because I think that's what Darksiders want to hear. It's definitely what I get the most excited about. Yeah, they want to hear all about what people lie about. There's heaps of podcasts and books and articles and all sorts of things. What did you just say? (laughs) I can retract that (laughs) statement. There's a lot of places that people can read interesting facts about the history of the Yowie and, and, you know, that sort of thing. I just want to talk about sightings. I reckon we probably would have knocked them off back in the day if they were around. 
You think if they were around, people, we would have taken yeah, him out? Yeah. Pretty, I mean, you're probably bad. right. So, look, one of the earliest reports was published around 1882 in an article named Australian Apes. Australian Apes. I don't have a good old-timey voice. I wish I did. Australian Apes. That's terrible. <laughs> that was worth a shot, though. If the Australians. I don't know why I've gone. What sort of accent is that, do you think? I have no idea. It's almost like Boston. <laughs> I don't know. I can't pull that off. So in an amateur... Uh, so in this article, an amateur naturalist named, J- named James McCuey reports the following about an encounter with what he called at the time an Indigenous ape. We, of course, know that Australia doesn't have apes. But it does have yowies. Okay. So this is the quote from James. A few days ago, I saw one of these strange creatures on the coast between Batemans Bay and Yuladulla. Yula I should think that if it was standing perfectly upright, it would be nearly five feet high. It was tailless and covered with very long black hair, which was of a dirty red or snuff colour about the throat and breast. Its eyes, which were small and restless, were partly hidden by matted hair that covered its head. I threw a stone at the animal, whereupon it immediately rushed off. First of all, don't fucking go throwing stones at people or fucking yowies, James, you dickhead. Like, yeah, no, he's going to take that on board. But I do like how much detail was in this sighting. Yeah. Like, he was fairly, like, he got a, obviously got a pretty good look at yeah, it. Good imagination. But I, I don't love, like, don't throw stones. That's rude. No. So James offers to capture the animal for the Australian Museum Museum for forty pounds. Oh, he's on the hunt. Which, and I'm notoriously bad at maths, but I think that's about four thousand buckaroos nowadays. Four thousand buckaroos. Yeah. But so far as I could find, didn't really go anywhere. Didn't really go anywhere. No. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it, or they didn't take him up on the offer didn't either take him up way. On the offer. But to be honest, what I really want to talk about are the more recent sightings. Yeah. There's lots of documented historical sightings that people have already talked about. I want to talk about the shit that's happened recently. The new stuff. The newer stuff. So these hold a lot of interest to me because people continue to report Yowie sightings to this day. And I think it's kind of brave yeah. to come forward and report a Yowie sighting because, I mean, how much shit would you give one of your mates if they said they saw a Yowie? Heaps. Hold that thought. So there's actually a couple of different websites where you can register your Yowie encounter. I've gone with yowiesightings.com. It's got like an interactive map where you can click on the hotspots and read the reported encounters, and it's pretty fucking great. It is. You like it? It's really good. And there is actually a few different sites that do this. I really like this one because I like the interactive map. Okay. So there's a cluster along the east coast which is sort of where the more common sightings are. But there's actually a couple reported in WA. All right. One is titled Yowie Sighting, Harris River State Forest. All right. I wonder if Stewie's ever been there. Probably. <laughs> Stewie's my dad for those my that father-in-law. don't know. So this, <laughs> this a, report... This report goes on to no tell way. the tale of some campers in the Harris River State Forest, which is between Bunbury and Collie. Shout out to the Bunno crew. That's our old stomping grounds. Yeah, what up? Anyway, these campers are exploring in the late afternoon and they spot two yowies near the dam. Oh, so up. Um, so I guess this is near Collie like Dam. Collie Dam. Yeah, the Collie Dam. Yeah. 
So they claim one of the hairy creatures was just a bit smaller than an average adult human. You live in well up there too. Maybe getting a around. Yeah. Bit of tucker, bit of tucker up there. Yeah, it's nah, fairly dense fish. bushland. So the larger of the two apparently towered over it and had much darker hair than the smaller. So it could have been a juvenile, could have been a female. But just saying that, it is just down from the township of Collie. Yeah. So. What are you suggesting? Well. Uh, it's an old coal town. I think, I think you need to clarify. It's an old knuckle dragon coal town. Oh. Could have been a couple yowie looking characters that live you local. Heard first, folks. So the smaller one runs off into the bush when they were spotted, and the big big fella, quote, stood absolutely still with one arm around a tree it was beside, and it just stared at them. After a short time, it turned and slowly walked back into the scrub. The campers could hear it walking for some way before they decided to leg it to the car and get the fuck out of there. So that's pretty cool. It's in full daylight sighting, and this happened in 2011. That was mobile phones. Where is the evidence? Maybe their mobile phones had died. They were camping. Battery probably died. So the next one I have for you, Bluey, is in Nuji. Nuji. Just down in Melbourne. Nice. It's January 2016. Oh, lovely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Three people are in the car moving along the Nuji Turongo Valley Road. This is in the Yarra Rangers National Park, I believe. It's early in the morning, just before the sun's come up, oh, when they see a large, hairy creature carrying a dead kangaroo in one hand crossing the road in front of them. So that would be that kangaroos are pretty fucking big, just so everyone can. If, if you've never seen a kangaroo, they're larger than a large dog. They're very big. To carry one in one hand suggests a creature of I pretty impressive size. You I, could not I do that. Let's go out and get a kangaroo yeah, right I now. I picked a kangaroo. I hit one of the little zoos. Me and Jake did going down Emu Springs one day, and I picked him up by the tail and shook him. No, I didn't shake him. Oh. But I picked him up by the tail. Please and don't come for us over road. that. Um, it's he was an a small one. He was a small truth about gray. Australian outback and bush that you will hit kangaroos. Shitloads of It's very sad. Um, so the driver stops the car, and they watch it cross and disappear into the bush. Takes no notice of him. Doesn't give a fuck. He's got tucker to prepare. That's fair. The Blue Mountains National Park. Nice. 1978. 78. So a little bit further back. I was a wee but baby. But it's a nice... You were a wee little baby. Yeah. So cute. I don't know if I was cute. I think oh, I was... I bet you were a gorgeous little baby. No, I don't think so. It's probably oh. kept in a, a box. Precious little thing. And fed fish heads. No, that oh, would have been oh, true. Oh, Jesus Christ. That explains your penchant for fish heads now. Yeah, I'm not really into them. Some hikers go off the trail. And they camp at the Numanatia Numanatia Creek. <laughs> Luminatia. New, new, with an N. It's all making sense now. Numancha. I think it's Numancha Creek. Yeah, Numancha. <laughs> <laughs> Numanati. Yowie's Illuminati. What's going um, on? Here? So they camp in this creek above the falls for the night. They claim to have gotten a little sleep, though, as they were kept awake by whooping sounds and violent tree breaks throughout the ah, night. The Yowie love making symphony, I've heard. Well, it sounds to us. me that they were in someone's territory and they weren't welcome, so maybe they yeah. were near its nest or something. Nest? Do you think Yowies would have a nest? Yeah, they nest. They and we know in, so much about these. I've never met one. They live in family groups. Yes. So they raise their babies 
which suggests they require nests. And they all have OCD and they're very good at covering their tracks. And they eat kangaroos. Yes. You're on board. I can see it. You're yeah. coming around. I am. I'm sorry. So. Buttons. In 1890, so we went back a little way again. I think that was supposed to be 1990. Yeah, 1990. It's definitely meant to be 1990. In <clears throat> Kendall, New South Wales. Oh, I'm in, I've been through Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoo. A local newspaper reports the sighting of what witnesses call a Sorry, bush family. gorilla. <laughs> it's too late, you've said it. Family makes up the majority of our listeners and I. I, I know. <laughs> so um, a local newspaper reports the sighting of what witnesses call a bush gorilla, seen on multiple occasions in the mountains. Don't have too much on that. Just wanted to include it because it happened in Kendall. And I didn't know there was a place called Kendall. And it's spelt the same as well. Oh, wow. So this was really, this title's pretty funny to me. It's called the, uh, the this particular Yowie is called the uh, the Kendall Growler. The Kendall Growler. Played <laughs> <laughs> in the miners and never went pro. Oh, Kendall I'm Growler. I'm so sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. Isn't it? I wanted to do more research on it, but there wasn't a huge amount, and I just yeah. thought I just thought it was funnier if we just touched on it. Yeah, oh. Yowie hunters need a little bit more. Well, no, not more imagination. Maybe less imagination. So, in 2020, a four-wheel drive pull drive four-wheel drive driver pulls over to check his engine, and I'm pretty sure this happened. This is the Kendall Growler as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> The driver pulls over to check his engine and he's confronted by a deep guttural growler growling from the tree line. <laughs> followed by a violent tree shaking and more growling. That sounds like the growler to me. It that sounds like sound the candle like growler. Well that's textbook growling. <laughs> it's textbook growler behaviour. <laughs> So oh. the driver naturally shits himself. He gets back in his vehicle and he fucks off as fast as he can. Yeah. He said the report he never oh, get it together. He said in his report that he never heard anything like the growls in all the years uh, he that he has lived. spent working in the bush. <laughs> all right. <sighs> get yourselves together. Yeah. Stop being so immature. In nineteen seventy eight. There were two sightings close together. The first in Numanbar, Numanbar, it's probably Numanbar, near the Gold Coast. It was reported by a man and woman hiking near a lookout called Best of All. That's the name of the lookout. When they encountered a, quote, great big hairy beast, approximately 10 feet tall with no neck and a terrible smell. That's a basket. That's like that's his head is that's where a basketball ring is. That's ten really feet tall. tall. Could you imagine seeing an animal that tall? That'd be yeah, that'd be epic. You would have absolutely crappy ducks. Sign them up. Um, and it's got a terrible smell, which I've heard described before that the smell is very much like smegma. Well, that's gross, and they don't yeah. have showers. No, so it's understandable that they smell like smegma. I don't like that word. Smegma? Would you prefer dick cheese? I don't like any of those okay. terminologies. Making the family proud tonight. 
I know, right? Jesus Christ. Um, the second was in Lamington National Park in the region of Binnaburra. And if you don't know what a lamington is, it's a great Aussie treat. He loves a lamington. It's a great Aussie treat. It's pretty much sponge cake cut into a uh, square Mm -hmm. the size of your fist. It can be any size, in fact. And it's covered in chocolate sort of sauce. It's not wet, though. No, but it's not hard either. No. Sort of like a loosey-goosey kind of... It's a chocolate coating. The chocolate coating. And then it is covered in... Coconut. Coconut. And it's delicious. Everyone loves lamingtons. Yes. So in the Lamington National Park in the region of Binnaburra, when two people walking on a trail heard a large tree knock, followed by a, the sighting of a dark, hairy creature over six feet tall as it disappeared into the scrub. So tree knocks are often used by yaoi's. It's They're also very common with Sasquatch and uh, other such They communicate through knocking cryptids. on trees. They do. They communicate with, communicate with each other by knocking on trees. Do you think these things would make noise? Yeah, they do. They growl. So why have we heard the And they do. They do make noise. Um, some of the uh, some of the sightings are about noises. I mean, the Kendall Growler was all noise. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that again. Uh, there is more. There are a lot of sightings that are just people hearing noises. That that people that were camping, they got yes. kept up all night by yeah. noises. Now there's a shitload of shitload of reports clustered between the Sunshine Coast and Rockhampton. So I just picked a couple out at random. Cool. In 2021, so that's like super recent, in Littabella National Park, just out of Bundaberg, a fella named Thomas was searching for some missing cattle when he encounters two yowies, not one but two. Lucky bucker. On either side of him, which sounds pretty scary. And then he sees a fuck-off massive one on the trail behind him. A third yowie. It's making huffing, growling sounds at him. To my understanding, he doesn't fight around and he fucks off pretty quick. It could be quick. a kangaroo. So to me, that sounds like they were trying to, like, intimidating. Lots of Australian animals actually do sound pretty scary. Like? Koa- like, we've talked about this before. Koalas are fucking scary yeah, sounds. first time I heard a koala in a national park, it was daytime and I shit my pants. Yeah. There was horrible noise. Yeah, but he actually saw one, so... Koala? No, no, a yaoi on the trail behind yes, him. Yeah, nice. And it's huffing and growling and scaring the shit out of him. So if you've got one on either side and one Where behind the... you, to me that sounds like they're very clearly telling you to fuck off. People get their phones out and can film stuff in a blink of an eye, horrible things that are happening in the world instead of... Not yaois though. But why not a yaoi? Because, uh, because they're terrified. And if that happened to you, right, you've got a yaoi either side of you you're in the bush. Say you're out getting wood, you're on your own. You've got a yaoi on one side of the track. You've got a yaoi on the other side of the track. And you've got one behind you telling you to rack off. I would communicate through the ancient language of rock, paper, scissors. I thought you we were going to would... say dance because that's we your natural We bond talent. over rock. Paper scissors. Okay. I, well, let me know how that goes on. That's for how you. I intend to communicate with a Sasquatch slash Yowie if I ever come across one. Okay. In 2018, a truckie driving near Dark Creek hears pooping sounds and long howling kind of sounds while parked up on the roadside. Around the same time, another truckie on the same road passes a Yowie standing next to a roadkill. They call this fella the Dark Creek Howler. The Dark Creek. Dark Creek Howler. The Dark Creek Howler. So we don't have howler. a, like, I don't think dingoes howl 
And I don't think they get Dingo's. I'm not sure where Dark Creek is. I don't think Dingo's howl. We don't have really any animals here that howl. We don't have wolves or anything like that. So we just have yowies. Oyster Creek. Oysters. In 2021. Bloke named Phil. Philip. I don't know if he's the kind of person that prefers Philip or Phil. He's driving along a dirt road just after sunset and he spots what he thinks is someone walking along the roadside in the distance. He gets a little bit closer and he slams on the brakes because he realises what he sees is not a person at all, but is very human-like. It stands on two legs, it's covered in coppery-coloured hair and has a body much bigger than a person. The creature stops, turns around and looks directly at Phil. And Phil fucks off. He busts the moves. I can't blame him for that. That sounds pretty scary. If you were alone and you had an experience like this, I think you'd shit your pants, like, yeah. for real. They sound really scary. Even the ones that are timid. Are we related to the Yowie? Are they a part of... Uh, there is a theory that they might be, like, a kind of missing link. They'd have to, yeah. Definitely. There's a theory They're about bipedal. that. They're bipedal. They are bipedal. They're ape-like. They're humanoid. Yeah. So there is there is a theory that they're a relative. Yeah. Bluey, the most important story that I want to share with you today, and I want you to pay close attention. I'll do my best. This story happened to me and my family when I was a little kid. Oh, okay. I can't take the piss out of this one, can I? So I asked my dad. No, absolutely. I don't think you'll be able to. I think you're going to be very good. I was airtight. So I asked my dad to send me what he remembered of the encounter. And I'm just going to read you his text because that's the easiest way. And then I'll talk cool. about what I remember well, of it. I've heard this before. Hi, Dad. Uh, he said, so Dad says, we were camping on the Blackwood down Nanup. We were with the Fitzgeralds, Brendan and Barb and the kids. We This is me ad-libbing. We used to go with them all the time. The noise is hard to explain, but Brendan oh, wasn't happy this. about it and we packed up in the middle of the night and we went home. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about the Nanup tiger at the time. I suppose it was like a growling guttural sound, but it was very close and it was pretty spooky at the time. It was a long time ago, but I do remember that we couldn't explain what it was. So it had to be pretty bad for us to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. We thought it was pigs at the time but it didn't make a sound like the pigs, the noise pigs make. It was definitely more of a growling sound. Yeah. So that's that's the end of the text from Dad. Thanks for that, Daddy. Uh, we camped a lot when I was a kid. Uh, sometimes I'd go to bed in my bedroom and I would wake up in the bush because my parents had decided to go camping in the middle of the night. I was that's raised cool. with one foot in the scrub. So I reckon that for this to have been something that made Ooh. us pack up and leave, it can't have been nothing. My dad's pretty spect- He's pretty big sceptic. He's, he's right there with you, Bluey. He doesn't believe in much bullshit. And there's not much that scares him. He wouldn't get scared out of there by nothing. I'm not suggesting you were scared either, Dad. Um, Brendan must have been, though. So <laughs> unless they felt really threatened and they genuinely couldn't figure out what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like they must have felt like they they were threatened. Oh, they wouldn't have fucked no, up definitely. in the middle of the night. You know my dad. Yeah, yeah. So 
we'll talk about the we'll do an episode about the Nanup Tiger one day. I'll circle back to that. But I actually think this is a contender for a Yowie encounter, especially because the Southwest is known to be Yowie territory. Well, Southwest is pretty dense in places, and there's a it's lot really of, dense. Yeah, there's a lot of national park and a lot of forests and it's lots of plantations. Thick. You get through pretty yeah. pretty easy. But um, there's still roads and shit around there. Yeah, but yeah, the South. I would believe. Yeah. I probably believe more of a story if there was yeah like. Yeah, more Yowie encounters in the southwest than like over east. Yeah, I probably quite, should have hunted out some more quite, southwest um, ones, but it it's is quite a hot spot. Populated over, over east, yeah. Sydney, Melbourne, all those places. Um, there's even like places, there's even companies that do Yowie tours in the southwest. Yeah, okay. They, cool. There are a thing there. So, anyway, Blue, I reckon you should stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, no, I'm convinced. Thanks, Dad, for sending me that info. I remember little bits of that story, but not enough to like tell the story myself um i remember like i remember it being pretty scary and i remember being told that it was a pig yeah. but like a pig we wouldn't have been scared out of our campsite by a pig Pig rooting. yeah it's, it must have been pretty scary keep away from people i don't remember how old i was pigs. but i was little i don't think i was very old i must have been about seven or so but um yeah like we spent so much time in the scrub that we would know noise. Dad, Dad, and Brendan and Mum and every, all of them, they would know noises. Yeah. So for a noise to be unidentifiable, I think that that's pretty compelling. Compelling. Tell me what you make of that story. Oh, at night time, in the bush, all sorts of things can happen. It's easy to, easy to, you know. Well, it's not yeah. easy, but I can understand um, being feeling uneasy in the bush. I got. I got to say, Bluey, I'm surprised at how respectful you were. Being. I'm being respectful. Yeah. Look, I definitely think uh, the old uh, previous one, the previous years we spoke about, uh, the old um, Kendall Growler. We've, <laughs> <laughs> we've probably done enough damage for tonight. So. Fair. I reckon that's fair. I think it's very nice of you to not go after yeah, your father. No, definitely not. No, no, no. And I've been. In the bush game, I appreciate that. a number of times, especially times. with your penchant for drive-bys. Yeah, on this podcast. you and, love a good drive-by, and on the Blackwood, and yeah, you know, you can get pretty quiet and eerie. The, the more people you're camping with, the better. If it's just a couple of you, you can get a bit eerie. And I get that middle yeah. of the night, it's dark, it's quiet, but it is. Yeah, you start hearing like growling and prehistoric looking places, and yeah, it's really, it is it's a beautiful, a part beautiful of the world, country. Yeah. yeah, you can get up the river there and see nothing man-made for. It's my favourite. I love and, it. You yeah, know, you can even go a couple of days. There's nothing. Seeing, yeah, there's nothing better than going. Hearing anybody going and spend a weekend somewhere you know you're not going to see another person. That's no. the best. So look, we're out of time now, Bluey. TikTok. I would like to put out the call to you, Darksiders. If you or someone you know has had a Yowie encounter, we desperately want to hear it. I promise, Bluey won't take the piss no, out of I you. No, I promise. Okay, okay, I can't. I can't do that. Of course you can. I might. So. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Darkside Down Under. You'll find a link in the show notes. My references this evening, we've got the Gold Coast Bulletin, of course, for that initial article which inspired this episode. We've got Wikipedia. We've got YowieSightings.com, The Daily Mail, and Seven News. Now, I was going to put in a heap of photos. Somebody closed all my tabs and I didn't have time to find them all. So. Uh, so look, I'll put some I'll put some photos on the on the Facebook page for people to have a look at and have a bit of a conversation over, and 
I'd love to hear what you think about the Yowie, folks. Send us your Yowie feedback. Are you for or against Yowie? And we're not talking about the delicious little chocolate. No. They're, everyone loves those. We mean the the real Yowie. Oh, the real Yowie. The one that lives in the scrub and Are scares the shit out of people. It has backward feet. It has backward feet and smells like carpet. Smegma. <laughs> That's all from us tonight, folks. I'd love to hear from you about Thanks, this. Dudes. Cheerio. Bye. Toodles. Hey, Bluey. Yes. I love you. I love you too.